Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to another episode of Naked with Adele. If you want to know more about what the show is about, listen to episode one and get the app to never miss an episode. Today I interview someone who had to walk this feminine journey as a woman. She went through the process of going inside and coming out again and now makes a profound difference. I wonder what it cost her to be true to herself. Let's find out. I met Anya Kralinger briefly at the screening of the Insolment movie at Hyde Park in Johannesburg, South Africa. This is a documentary that addresses the feminine journey. As my own listeners know, this is the core of our own life experience and the voice with which I presented the book Can You See Me Naked? Grow in a Conscious Relationship. I'm so excited to introduce you to Anja van Kralinger with her own interesting life events that led up to her life's work as we see her now. Although Anja was building her career and starting a family, she felt deeply unsure of where she was going. In 1999, her husband and she was introduced to the Jungian psychology through a teacher that taught her in a very dramatized text and I'm very curious to know more about that. This material, Anya says, deeply affected her experience with herself, the world around her, and shifting her understanding of what it meant to be alive, living authentically, and creating meaning in her life. And everything Anya does now revolves around that. And she and her husband started the Center for Applied Jungian Studies six years ago. She subsequently completed her MSc in Transpersonal Psychology, Spirituality and Consciousness through the Middlesex University. So Anya, I'm much more curious about you. Tell me, what is authenticity for you? Um, authenticity for me um, is the communication between yourself, your conscious self and the unconscious self, to bring about a true and real reflection of who you are. Not just a one-sided persona that you project into the world, but also including the inner world and being able to express that. That's an interesting way to explain authenticity. I don't think I've ever heard that explained like that before, but it's beautiful because it sounds like the marriage between the anima and the animus, which if the listeners don't know is the masculine and the feminine energies within all of us. Yes. You know, Jung's um, perspective on psychological health is the idea that we are all whole, but in growing up we sever ourselves from our authentic or inner worlds. Uh, because of external um, expectations and uh, pressures that, that make us mold ourselves to what we think um, the world wants from us. And in that process we end up losing connection with our inner worlds, with our soul in a sense. Not the religious soul, but the psychological soul. And authenticity is being able to reconnect with that soul 
and being able to express that inner person who you are to the outer world. So, am I to understand from what you say, it would be like what you've been praised for or punished for as a child and you then would only project to the outside world those parts that you're being praised for and yes. that would be part of the severing process? Yes, yes. Okay. And then, uh, can I jump to the end and say, okay, so part of the tools that you guys are making practical from a very academic world would be where it brings this together? In the process of authenticity. Yes, Jung calls it the, the path of individuation and individuation is about bringing into consciousness that of you which is unconscious to you. So all the things that you, are, I mean I'm sure your listeners are familiar with the concept of the shadow. I know Tell you, us, no you, we want to hear your version. Tell us. Okay, um, I know you refer to the shadow as well in your book which I really enjoyed by the way. Oh, thanks. And um, the shadow is almost like a, a doppelganger. Um, a person who lives inside of you that you are not familiar with and you don't know, but that person is everything about you that you have repressed or rejected or is not conscious yet. And the shadow sounds quite sinister because it sounds dark, but the shadow also contains a lot of light, a lot of things about you that you haven't been able to bring into the light. So the whole idea of individuation is to bring the shadow out of the darkness into the light. And when you are able to do that, uh, then your journey only begins because then you have a chance of being a whole person and not just a one-sided person um, that is feels empty inside because you're not connected to yourself. I must say it's really nice for me to speak to a Jung expert. I love Jung. It's probably of all the different aspects of psychology that one can enjoy or learn about, that was that's always the part that's grabbed me. So it's really nice to pick the brain of somebody who's really an expert in this and studied this to the nth degree. Often when I speak to people and especially when you start talking about the shadow, people veer away from it. We have this perception that we always have to be positive and we're not supposed to feel pain and we mustn't be victims and all this stuff. And then when you start talking about shadow work, people think that it's dark and they mustn't go there and it's scary for them. So. As an expert, somebody who works with us and probably a lot of psychoanalysis and, and then developing products to help people and really bring it to the average person mm -hmm. in their daily life and their normal challenges, what can you say to a person like that so that it's not something to be feared or scared, that, that would make them want to engage with the part of themselves that they don't know? I think that whole concept is probably foreign to people. Most people don't know. Mm. You know, that they're busy with their to-do list and their daily work and, and they maybe not so into personal development, but they do have things that come up and they think about them and they don't even know where to approach the subject. Mm. I think that it is important to embrace oneself. I think that a lot of people can relate to when I say that you grow up as an adult and you find yourself um, strangely disconnected from yourself and you are oh, you feeling depressed, you don't have energy, you're just going through your daily rhythms, you don't know exactly what's wrong, um, you, you don't know what you want, you don't even know what you like anymore. And life just carries on, it's a bit of a 
bit of a slog in a sense and that is when you are ripe for shadow work because what shadow work will bring for you is is it will re-energize you because it takes an enormous amount of energy to repress yourself and that energy is trapped in the unconscious and it robs the energy away from your conscious life and unfortunately what happens to the shadow is I'm sure that your listeners are familiar with the idea that you can see somebody's shadow clearly yeah, we see, can see it, yeah. but they can't see their yes. own shadow. They can't see that, but you can see the shadow of your partner, you can see the shadow of your friends, you can see... So even the attempt to hide the shadow is futile, because the shadow comes out anyway. So if I can use an example, like for myself, the more I've become sensitive and I've developed, I have more and more seen myself as an introvert, yet I spend so much of my life singing on stage being very outspoken, being the person everybody else comes to me, nobody else wants to speak up and like take on a cause, mm -hmm. you know. But for myself, I feel like an introvert. So my shadow would be the extroverted part of yes. me. With, okay. And that's a nice example because when your, when your talent li lies in the shadow like that, like being an extrovert or being a public speaker, and if that lies in the shadow, it's not developed, you will actually become a better public speaker than somebody who's naturally talented in public speaking. But how would that work? How do you get there? Well, that comes down to self-knowledge, doesn't it? That's the shadow so work you're talking about. That is the shadow work I'm talking about. And I think it's so undervalued, the healing process of expression, because that's when we see our own shadow, when we say it out loud and you see people you see their feedback mm. and it's it's a very strange thing because once you've said it you can't take it away no <laughs> and once you've said it in front of others you cannot repress it again it's out and that's the power of um, group work in terms of shadow work because you it's incredible to t take aspects of yourself and bring it out in front of others and they accept it Yes. Oh, but that, that, that is the beauty of it, isn't yeah. it? Those moments when people can see like your most unbeautiful yeah. and they can go, oh, wow. And they have reverence and compassion and acceptance and you go like, oh, I was scared to say it. Yeah. And then this is the And those are the moments we heal, isn't mm. it? And it's very interesting because, in, because I've done so much of the group work and because I've done so much of the shadow work, people would bring something like being sneaky out into the into that space and they would be absolutely devastated to admit that they're sneaky and everybody else is like but it's okay you know yeah. it's like yeah. what you reject about yourself is often not as terrible as you think it is it's a very interesting interesting yeah. and you work with us all the time I mean, all you're an authority time. on this so yes. this is absolutely true for you and i think it's important that people realize it because unless they've had the experiences mm. they don't even have a map yes. that it could be possible and i think that the reason why people are so afraid of shadow work is because they think that there is this terrible 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 deep dark dangerous evil thing lurking inside of themselves you know yes and that they are going to be forced to bring that thing out yes but it doesn't work like that yes shadow work is not nearly as scary as it sounds it is incredibly liberating and it is as i said it revitalizes you it releases a lot of psych psychic energy or libido as we say and you can then use that energy to 
redirect your life, to to reinvigorate yourself, and to that, take yourself on a new path. But as long as you're stuck in this space where you just keep repressing yourself, there is no movement, there is no shifting. For me, there's three distinct points. Um, and it's, it's when you get to the point where you actually make the decision to face the shadow. Not in those words, but that decision, because yes. you need to be very courageous. Then you go into that tunnel or dark hole or whatever and you go because you've given yourself permission to go there now and then once you're in there it's the process of how do you actually walk that journey and then when you come out like you say now the energy is released mm. now the surprise is gone and the fear is gone now you have all that energy and then you go create something with it mm. and that's where we, we we're at the point where we want to live our dream we want to make meaning in the world and then you have the energy for it mm. you know that because now you've gone through those those three that's yes. your third step so there's the doing the work with yourself there's doing the work in groups and then there's the doing the work with another professional somebody who who knows what that map looks like so yes. what's the pros and cons of actually doing that um, that uh, way. Look, uh, I'm fortunate that I'm in an industry where there is that sort of level of support. Um, you can go and see a Jungian analyst and we do refer a lot of people to Jungian analysts. Um, you don't do that yourself? We don't do that ourselves. Jungian analysts have had a lot of training. Be before you can become a Jungian analyst or start the training for it, you need to already be a, a, cl a clinical psychologist. So. Uh, a Jungian analyst, analyst is an incredibly well-trained um, professional and they understand the concepts of projection and shadow and they do a lot of dream work and uh, I feel very comfortable referring students to analysts because I know that they're in safe hands. I think okay. that in the industry of psychology there are perhaps a lot of people that shouldn't be practicing psychology and um, because they don't understand themselves, who they are, or anything about their shadow. So um, I, I feel very blessed that I'm in an industry where I am supported by very qualified, very skilled professionals. I would um, suggest that you, first of all, think about whether you want a male or a female analyst. That would be important, why? It would be important because of the way you relate to other people. So women would say different things to a woman than a man? I think it it is to do with trust. And some the intimacy women, space that you Yeah, you, it's a very intimate space and some women don't trust men or they trust men more. So if I have so, issues with a man or men in my life or relationships, I would be better off working with a woman, that's what you're saying? Well, I would... Definitely start there, yes. Okay, yes. and then maybe later I, switch. I think that uh, a relationship of trust with your analyst is incredibly important. And when you work with an analyst, you do work with very deep emotional scars. So um, issues will be triggered with you and your analyst. You will start projecting things or relatedness patterns that you had with your parents onto the analyst, whether they're male or female. So I think that trust is a huge aspect in that relationship and in that dynamic. Are you secretly fantasizing about another life? I've been to Georgia and California And
Make It With Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This road I've been given But I wish someone had a talk It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drop my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. I'm your mind, giving you someone to talk to. Hello. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind. Don't need to think it over If I'm wrong, I am right Don't need to look no further I'm Adele Green And this empty chair next to me Is just for you Come and join me Register for your membership free To get this show and many resources At www.adele-green.com Or you can tweet her At Naked with Adele